who's this guy and how does he know me? And I'm like, is this what fame feels like? Fame on the internet? And welcome to issue 154 of the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast. Oh, yeah! Yeah. Tonight we're talking about the new Death of Superman animated film, the newish Netflix Godzilla sequel. Without further ado, tonight I am assisted by my three-man band of coyotes. I've got Dave the Bearded Menace. I can cast that here. I've got Dot Chris. Um, so much, DC. I don't know. That's all I got. <laughs> and I've got the baddest of the bad coyotes himself, Sergio. Welcome, everyone, to the best podcast in the entire world that's on Spotify, on Google Play, on everything you can possibly listen to a podcast on. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in each and every week. Our loyal fans tuning right here on Twitch.tv, around here, in your home, outside, when, when you're on your way to work, when you're listening at work because you need that nice geeky fix you're like, mm, I'm bored right now. There's nothing to do. I'm taking in phone calls. Let me just let me just slip on the Bad Cody Funky podcast real quick. Let me see what those guys are doing. Let me see what they're talking about. I want to get up to date my latest geeky news. I want to see what's going on with the latest movies and TV shows. Mm, sounds so good when it comes into my ears and goes up to my cerebellum, high up my limbic system. Old, old, old joke there. But uh, yeah, thank everyone who's been listening, who's been commenting, who's been tweeting at us, and uh, it's been great. And I am, of course, your host. TV's Casey. Our beloved usual host, Booster Greg, is getting honey marooned in Aruba. Uh, now that we've got that purring out of the way, gentlemen, what happened this week? Greg got married! We have proof. We were there. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty great. Uh, I had a great time. Yeah. I met Casey in real life for the first time. I now know what he looks like from the shoulders down. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Big ups. It was very like Escape from New York, except no one thought I'd be taller. Escape from no, New York. I was as short as expected. Uh, there was uh, much merrymaking. There was no runaway bride scenario. Nope. Lots of food. Uh, runaway of bride food. scenario. Yeah. You know, that uh, beloved Richard Gere and uh, Julia Roberts movie. No one else? Yeah. No. Okay. That's no. great. Okay. I see you, Chris. Yeah, I see you, Chris. It was, it was a lot of fun. A lot of some, some really good music. I always have trouble. Like, what makes it fun? Like, the actual, like, event itself or just us hanging out that makes it fun? But no, it was a lot of good fun. A lot of, a lot of fucking food. I had food at the rehearsal dinner, which was my first time ever having New England camp chowder, which is fucking amazing. So Greg and Emily looked amazing. So you got the da- the twirl in slow motion. Dude, their, 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 their twirl was amazing. He, he was like, we had the one move and we did it. I'm like, you guys did it. You nailed it. <laughs> it it's, it's like the dice thing. If you do it too much, but if it's all you got, it's pretty great. Yep. I, I love I love the, the, the music selection they had. It was it was so good. Like, you can tell, like, those two were, were made for each other. Like, not only for the, their friendships, the way they act around each other, the way they work together, but their musical taste as well i mean i love that they came out to fucking the opener from misfits have you ever yeah. seen the, 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 the uk show the misfits that was amazing i had no idea that was going to happen and that got so you when they had the funny. bridal party come out to eye to eye by Paraline from a goofy movie mm-hmm. <laughs> i just like amazing just what a choice of 
But who could forget the real quality music choice of the evening? Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. In which table one got their shit Look, together and belted it out like crazy. Dude, like, we, we, we were the most hyped table. Just saying, we weren't table one, we were table I. Because we were, uh, we were definitely incredible. We were, we were the, the, not even boasting our own here. We were the life of the party. Yeah, right? we were, yeah. Listen, we, we, got, we got everybody moving and shaking, all right? It was dope. If you're going to play Bohemian Rhapsody during dinner, that, I'm saying that's on, that's, that was a poor choice on the, the DJ's part because uh, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to cause a ruckus when we shouldn't be causing a ruckus. But that's just like, we're, we're Americans. We're going to sing <laughs> we're Americans. the most beautiful British anthem of all time. Yeah. That's what happens. That's what we do. It was an amazing weekend. Everyone had a great time. Um, Greg and Emily were great. Congratulations. They're off doing the Aruba thing. And um, that's why we're lonely. Sorry. Yeah. Gotta, so lonely. Gotta love uh, Gre- Greg and Emily's uh, dance moves on a dance floor. It was great. Those two cute kids just, just doing what they do. Yeah. <laughs> if they, I, I think they rehearsed like, like slow dancing. And then they're like, all right, the rest of it, we're going to wing it. All right. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it was, it was good, though. Everyone had a good time. Uh, I loved uh, uh, Emily's entrance, the way she came, like, from, from on high, this, like, high, oh, like, yeah, staircase dude. in the woods. It was like, I, I told her, I was like, listen, I just want to get nerdy for a second. Like, like, and she was like, okay. I was like, it looked like, like, the elven, like, some elven queen was coming down to marry, like, like a commoner, like a common human. Yep. You know what I mean? And she was just like, oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, god yep. damn, like, my, my husband's friends are nerds. <laughs> like, it's yep. so when you... S- I, I really, really wish she was in the cosplay, man, because she would make an amazing fucking, like, elf or Arwen or, like, something. You know what I mean? She'd be, she has, like, the features fucking for it also. Yeah, like, like she, she should make a really good elf. That, uh, that garden area that we were in uh, for the actual ceremony definitely is a level un- uncharted. <laughs> Dude, it seemed like it, right? I was just like, hmm, I've been here before. <laughs> yeah. I've crouched I've in those bushes somehow. and taken out those henchmen. It's pretty great. Dude, it was it was such a good 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 ceremony, and I, I love nice and short ceremonies for. I, I've been to a ton, a metric ton of weddings in in my lifetime, and <laughs> this 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 was one of the best ones. I love when when the ceremony is not that long. The reception is a lot of fun. Like the the, the couples are <laughs> they're playing the crowd, they're having a good time. <laughs> all all the guests are really cool. We got to meet some of our people. I got to meet uh, Boulevard Gaming live. That was great. He was like, hey, I keep seeing you guys in boxes. Now I see you in real life. Hello, motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) He was hilarious, dude. Yeah, he was. That was fun in real life. I I didn't recognize him at first. I was like, who's this guy and how does he know me? And I'm like, is this what (laughs) Uh fame feels like? Fame on the internet? We've made it. Fame on the internet. (laughs) Yeah. It was good. They got in. They got out. Lahayim. It was great. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh. Let's talk about other beautiful things that we've seen this week as well. Um, Venom trailer. Whoa, yeah, I don't whoa, think that's, whoa. A good, that's not said, a good segue. Wait, that is yeah, not yeah. a good you segue. You said beautiful things. I yeah. know. I said that just to piss you guys off because it does not look good. That's a hot good. take right there. <laughs> it's, a, it's like the trailer said, it's a turd in the wind. Oh, uh, that's is true. Maybe the worst screenwriting I've seen. Fun fact, uh, fun fact uh, I, I learned that they do the teaser to the trailer in front of the trailer uh, because of YouTube ads. Apparently, they, they formatted that way and just put one fucking file out for some reason. Uh, so if you're watching some other video and you don't have, like, YouTube Premium or an ad blocker, like, it'll just start playing like that so people won't click off of it. So, you know, before a trailer, it shows, like, the best cuts, and then it's just, like, Venom yeah. trailer, you know? And then, yeah, 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 yeah they, they formatted that way so that it'll say, like, click here to watch it. 
or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, I have YouTube premium and I have ad blockers. I've never seen that. But like someone informed me that's why that happens because I hate that. I don't know why they put a teaser in front of the trailer. But anyway, this uh, this, this Venom trailer, we got another one. Uh, a lot of people are hyped about it. And I feel like, and I feel like I'm taking crazy pills because I was arguing with, with a friend about this. Like he's really hyped about it. He said he looks, he looks really good. Um, it looks more more cinematic. Uh, the Venom looks look more defined, and he's a, he's a huge uh, comic book fan. Um, he even he even uh, illustrates his own comics as well. Smoothcomic.com. A uh, little plug there, also because I made the site. Uh, in any case, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mark Rowland, Smoothcomic.com. <laughs> listen, Mark, this movie looks like trash. All right, hot take. Listen, listen. Okay, okay. Overall, this cinematic theme looks all right. I still don't like that we have to live in a world without Spider Man. Um, that being said, all that aside, uh, I do like the horror aspect of this. I do think the script is going to be mediocre because Sony's, mediocre. Not known, yeah, Sony's not known for delivering a good hero movie. I mean, let me ask Andrew Garfield how The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 went. He thought it was trash. Spoiler alert, he thought it was trashed here, and he got fired from Spider-Man from speaking out about it. Um, so I have zero faith in how this is going to turn out, but I think it might, it like, it could be fun. Like there's some parts that look really fun. Uh, I, I, I do like how, how horrific this is. Some of the scenes look, um, so it could be cool. Like the symbiote orgy that will no doubt be the final battle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That they, <laughs> undoubtedly, that's the final battle that we're seeing. And everyone's saying that that is going to be riot. So the, so the CEO played by Rizumed, um, shout out to him being in, in a CEO role, which is usually goes to white guys. Um, but but the whole thing of like I'm the CEO and like I have to, and he just did what he did some whole speech about like humans and mankind and like all this other crap and you have to be wiped out and it's just like that whole trope of like the businessman and the guy in power wants to wipe out people just because twirly 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 mustache so I'm just like all right here we go and then that's his reasoning and at the end we're gonna see them fight and then that's it yeah yeah well at least it's not carnage which I'm I'm pretty sure carnage is gonna make an appearance. Let's hope yeah. not. I think it, it marginally better trailer than the first one. Absolutely, marginally. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was kind of, you know, I, I was kind of hoping that they actually wouldn't show that much of Venom, Venom himself. Uh, I was hoping that, like, that first trailer was basically all we would see up until the main feature, which would have been a really cool marketing scheme. To be like, people, like, I know what Venom looks like. I only got a small taste of it. I want to see more. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so definitely blew their load a little early with that one. But you know what? I digress. Whatever. It's probably still going to be trash. Um, but we'll see that on... Uh, you know, which weird, because I don't mind a greasy Venom looking at it. It's like... Yeah, he's a wet boy. The, the symbiotes probably would be kind of greasy like that, so I guess that makes sense. You know? Like, it doesn't bother me. Silly buddy. There's a but, there's a lot missing without the white spider to break up all the black. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Dolce was seeing that. He says, oh, you know, it's 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 kind of sad not seeing that because we have to live in a world without Spider-Man, even though Peter Parker is going to make an appearance. Whatever. Maybe. <laughs> Whatever. Question no, mark? No, no, that's what they said a while ago, that he was going to appear. Spider-Man wasn't, but Peter Parker is. I thought so, that was just a lie so they would get people to see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like remember when they were like they're like oh yeah it's part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and then Feige is back there like no. <laughs> oh and for those of you listening at home I'm doing that finning you know that uh God who's the fat guy from Twenty One Jump Street <laughs> Jonah Hill Jonah you Hill. know that Jonah Hill gif where he's just like rubbing his like he's like waving his hand under his chin that's what I'm doing. <laughs> KY Venom (laughs) from the chat. That's great. (laughs) KY Venom from chat. Good job. Anyways, that movie looks uh, 
pretty horrible. And uh, speaking of horror, uh, Castlevania season two. Oh trailer. god, hey. yeah. This this trailer is hype. Like this trailer is fucking hype. Like, there's only I... one. There's only one bad thing about the first season of Castlevania, and that there's not enough of it. Yeah, just four <laughs> yeah. fucking episodes. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen Castlevania, the the, the new the new animated thing on Netflix, I mean, it's not new now, but uh, definitely see it. It was yeah, everyone agrees it's way too short. I never saw anyone who didn't like it. It was uh, and it's it started to pick up at the end there. And I was just like, yo, where's the rest of this thing? Let's go. Yeah, you get the whole band from uh, from Castlevania 3 together. And you, like, like out of all the Castlevania games that there are, it's like, hmm, what are we going to make a show based out of? How about <laughs> 3? The one that had just way too much stuff in it. Like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> what do you mean way too much stuff in it? Elaborate. It had multiple characters. It had a lot of backtracking. Like, it was very much sort of the, like... Whenever, whenever anybody thinks of Castlevania these days, they think of all the Symphony of the Night kind of yeah. stuff, like the side-scrolling PlayStation one where you know you do the castle and then you do the castle upside down. And this one had <laughs> it had something similar where it was like you had branching paths and you had multiple characters you could pick. Like you could play as a Belmont, you could play as the sorceress from the show, you could play as a hunchback, and you could play as Alucard, who could turn into a bat. So it it had a lot of neat stuff, but but it was like there's just like too much. It didn't have that weird like esoteric like where do I go? What do I do? Of Simon's Quest, mm. but but it's not. I don't I don't know if it's beloved like the original Castlevania or like Super Castlevania or any of the the cool Game Boy ones. Actually, yeah, those Game Boy ones look pretty sweet. Yeah, actually. they're they're all really friggin' good. Dude, they were good. Like, oh, my favorite one is uh, Aria of Sorrow. If you ever played through that one. So yeah. good. Oh my god. Like the and the music in that one is so good too. Like I loved I loved playing that on my, my Game Boy SP. Yeah. That one's got my it has my favorite Belmont in it, Julius Belmont, who's like yeah. he's been in the castle for ten years and he's like amnesiac. <laughs> and then when he discovers who he is, he's the fucking most badass guy in your group. Even though you're reincarnated Dracula, spoiler alert. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Castlevania season two looks what? fucking red. I have no idea what the plot is other than they're teaming up and they're just gonna go at Dracula, which is everything you could have possibly wanted. Yeah, no, dude, the, the animation is amazing. Like, it looks really good. I, I'm really like, I'm really digging this art style too. Yeah, you know? and like, I believe it's, it's, I believe it's written by Warren Ellis, who is a big name comic book guy. Oh, well, what's he done? Uh, Warren Ellis has done. He did runs on Thunderbolts. He's done. Uh, he did Transmetropolitan, which is uh. It's pretty famous. It's like one that's actually based on. It's like a journalism in the future. It's like it's pretty trippy. He's written uh, X Men. Uh, he wrote the story arc of Iron Man that inspired Iron Man three. Huh. Oh God, what else did he do? Oh, The Authority, which is basically the Justice League, but they jump around the multiverse. The and, multiverse. Yeah, and they're not afraid to be a little more extreme. Um, apparently he did Red. Which got adapted into the oh, film? No yeah. shit, really? I yeah. didn't. I, I didn't I, know I that. Movie. I'm looking that up now. Um, and I know he's written. <laughs> yeah, give me the no facts idea. as they come. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he did. He did Next Wave, which Greg and I love and need to do a comic book club for on this show because it's one of the funniest Marvel comics ever written. Um, and he also, I think he wrote the uh, that brief reboot of G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe Resolute, if you remember that one. G.I. Joe Resolute. That was that really, <laughs> it's like Castlevania, it's like a really slick anime type movie. Mm -hmm. And it probably has the best uh, 
Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes fight that's ever been done in all of G.I. Joe. So, this dude, I don't know, he he writes, like, a million things a year. Like, so many, like, one-off, you-could-almost-forget-it kind of independent comics, but he's just... He's, like, done it all. Every genre, every character. Like, he's got his hands in all these pies. And for mm, him to pies. for him to do something based on a video game, I think, is also very interesting. But who's to say? There you go. A little bit of trivia. Some good trivia. Uh, other things we saw this week, actually, we have the return of Terminator. Yeah! I don't... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we literally don't know anything about that. There's no men in this movie. I'm very. You know, it's upset. funny. While I was going through YouTube, there was uh, I, I didn't click on the video, but it was just like, why we're getting more Terminator movies? <laughs> I was like, what? I love it. That's a question. Why? Why are we getting more of these? Who's making these? I mean, I personally love the Terminator franchise, but uh, I mean, the way they've been <laughs> they've been going. So, oh, man. I, mean, I mean, what, what was the last one? Terminator Genesis? Yeah, I... Where, 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 where they literally put, like, the plot twist inside of the trailer? So, so at Greg's wedding, to go back to it, in the hotel, there really was no movie channels except for FX. And I was like, fuck it, why not? So, they were playing Terminator Genesis. I'm like, hey, I'm not paying for it. I didn't go into the theater to watch it. Let's watch it on FX. It's bad. It. Like, guys, it is really bad. Like, I mean, the acting in it is, like, really, really bad. Like... The T-1000 is in it, and the T-1000 looked better in the 90s than he does in this. Like, T-1000 looked really, really fucking bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's, a really, it's a really bad movie. So that's why I am not excited for this at all. I'm like, why? We don't need it. It should have just ended at maybe... Uh, which one was the one where they're in the future, and the guy has the, like, the, uh, the human heart? Um, Salvation. Salvation? Yeah. Salvation should have ended at... No, it should have ended with Judgment True. Day. That was the last. No, you're right. Good they one. should have ended Judgment Day. No, I, like... I, I liked I liked Terminator Salvation, directed by MCG. That was pretty good. As, as, M- yeah, that's, MCG. That's but uh, yeah, the, the the intro to to that movie was like the most like blockbustery thing you could ever ever ask for in a movie. It was freaking nuts. You had like uh like like the um the military warthogs like f- flying in. You had like like a- oh, air. Yeah. You had like the the land to air like Terminator shooting up in the air. You had like like all like all these like crazy pyrotechnics and explosions going off. You had Terminators fighting in the background. You had you had like all these crazy like like war sounds and his like war torn landscape. Everything blowing up, getting shot to pieces, and then like these three helicopters come in the foreground like the one in the foreground has a christian bale coming down he lands shoots a terminator in the head i was just like jesus christ like what turner salvation watch just watch the fucking in- intro to that just watch just watch the first first 10 minutes it's like holy shit it's the most blockbuster thing i've ever seen in my goddamn life well a lot a lot of a lot of people used to say that the coolest parts of terminator 2 was like whenever they would jump into the future and show you the war and that's exactly what that and movie what was cool about on. it is like what they did in that which i hated what they did in like, term- like rise of the machines was they didn't mess up the canon at all. It, you saw exactly what Kyle Reese tells you in the first Terminator. Like they're being put in like like kill farms, pretty much. John Connor goes and saves them. John Connor has a scar, so we see where the scar fucking came from. You know what I mean? It's like it really didn't do that much of a. It didn't really fuck the story up. It's still the same story. Um, but the important thing is that Linda Hamilton definitely looks like Steven Tyler. <laughs> I thought that too. I was like, Sorry. she looks like like Steven Tyler. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a badass Steven Tyler. Like she's yeah. friggin' shoot someone in the face. But that's kind of where we're at. So yeah. we got that to look forward to. Uh we also got word that Star Wars episode nine began filming uh yesterday, actually. Yes, sir. Mm. First day of filming just like finished up yesterday. We also had like a full like uh range of the cast that's gonna be in it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, um, Billy D. Williams is coming back to reprise his role as Lando Calrissian, so that is Billy super D. official. Um, I don't know anyone. Yeah, who's I, I, about I could that. absolutely care less. I mean, like, 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 no offense to Billy D, but like, like, what's what's he what's he gonna deliver? You know what I mean? Like, why what's he gonna do? I mean, it's, it's, it's kill off another beloved original yeah, trilogy yeah, pretty much character. Like, Hello, guys, I'm Lando. What's up? It's just like. Ah, it's kind of mm-hmm. too late. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa! What have we here? Kind of too late. If he were going to be in this, he, he would have been in the first one. But 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 like there was rumor that he wasn't like like able healthy to. Enough. Yeah, he wasn't. Uh, yeah, he wasn't healthy enough. He wasn't physically able to. But now they're just like, oh, let's put him in here because uh, let, let's. Yeah, people love yeah, that Don Glover uh, kid. Let's try to make up for Solo, and and everybody loved Donald Glover as Lando, and uh, yep. So let's let's go ahead. I'm just like, dude. It's it's what, too late. It's too late for him to come What if in. he's the one that brings Kylo back from the brink, though? What if it's like... If it's Lando that does it? Come on, kid. It's like, hey, it's Uncle oh, Lando! Hell. What I found yes. interesting is they are going to still have Carrie Fisher in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're going to be using uh, footage from The Force Awakens. And they're not Awakens. doing like, any like, CGI stuff, though. Yeah, exactly. They're doing everything from like Force Awakens. They're not using any yeah. CGI, which I thought was good. And there was rumor for a while they were going to recast her. Um... Which I'm glad they didn't. So I don't know. We'll see. All we know is like first day of filming, and that's it. Yeah. Well, when that rumor came out, everyone was just like, "There's no way in hell they can do that," because like she, she, <laughs> she she's such a legend, Carrie Fisher, and it just yeah. it just won't, wouldn't serve her well. The only way if they did recast her would be to do the whole like Tarkin thing, where they had someone play the actual body, but they just like CG'd over it. And people were like, we're, we're not, we're, and, and Disney said we're not, we're not going to CG her. That's not they a part of They immediately said that they weren't going to do that. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not a part like, of that. It was kind of a, mi- it was also kind of a mixed bag in Rogue yeah. One, too. Like, the technology is there. Like, it looks good. We've come a long way from skinny boy Captain America <laughs> in 2011. So which I, it, uh, it's, it's okay. <laughs> but, bad. but things have come a long way. You could really do it. Like, Seeing Tarkin recreated on screen was almost mon- it yeah, was mind. It was really good for me. It least. was really good. I don't yeah. know. They did a really good job with that. But but yeah, I'm yeah. glad they're using uh, uh f- the footage from, from Force Awakens. I mean, and the thing is, like, we, we don't know like what footage they have. You know, like it could be it could be a ton of stuff, and they they can make it into something with their movie magic. I believe it. I think that yeah. she was pretty underutilized in um in Force Awakens. Oh so yeah. I feel like they probably shot a shit ton. Oh that yeah. They can kind of pull from and le- and less Jedi. They they she had a couple of scenes. They dumped her in a yeah. car. Yeah. You know. But that's what we got to look forward to. Uh, let's get to the main event, gentlemen. Superman. He's dead. Gentlemen, <laughs> how do we kill <laughs> the end of, Superman? End of, end of story. <laughs> good night everybody we're done yeah. <laughs> all done all right death of superman uh they actually did this movie a few years ago but they decided hey let's do this bigger better sexier and uh they're doing it again and uh and then they let's did hit it. it we did it and now he's dead it's great yeah. anyways uh let's talk about uh overall impressions what were we uh where were we before we went into this movie thumbs up thumbs down excited they made off. it better Weird. second time around for me I've just seen this story done too many times to care. I've seen it done in Superman Doomsday. I've seen it done in the Justice League cartoon. They dabbled on it not once but twice because they had a story where Superman dies and then they had another story where Superman fights Doomsday. Mm -hmm. And it's all got shades of the same thing. Um, What I did appreciate was how close they kept this to the original story, which is something that the others really didn't. In in the original uh, Death of Superman story, um, 
Doomsday breaks out of his containment, whether it's Star Labs or, you know, you name it. Uh, he And he just, with one arm, he just completely, like, goes on a rampage. And he bodies the entire Justice League. The Justice League is different in the comic book because it's like the Justice League International where you got, like, Booster Gold, Blue Beetle, Fire, uh, Martian Manhunter, but he's in disguise, and Guy Gardner with, like, a Sinestro ring. He's in disguise. Yeah, but here you've got, like, the main, like, a big seven of Justice Leaguers. You know, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Flash, Batman, um, Hawkman, which was a nice surprise. You don't see Hawkman yeah, a lot. Yeah, field. Yeah. Serge, how about you? I mean, I uh, I thought it was interesting. Um, going into it, I, I I was just like, why are they doing this? But it could be like a Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood kind of thing, you know, where they did it the first time around, and they're like, you know what, we have a better team. Like, we feel we can tell the story better. Um, let's go. But uh, yeah, I I, I think it was um, I I, th I think it was better than the first one because I like, I kind of went back and looked at that one a little bit, and I was just like, hmm, this this I I enjoyed the first one. It was all right. No need to full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood this thing, but uh, but I really enjoyed this one. Like I thought it was really engaging. I thought it was more streamlined. I thought like I think they really just like got to it, and the animations undoubtedly better. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I was kind of like I was like eh, about it going into it. I'm like, oh neat, I'll watch it. Um. But the like Serge said, the animation style was a lot better, so that's what kind of like kind of drew my attention more. Um, it's more the newer animation style they're going with now, with like the DC movies, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'll give it a shot. Why not? Cool, cool. I actually had it because I hadn't really watched a lot of like the DC cartoons. I actually had seen the uh, the Doomsday versus Superman movie, which was kind of funny. Um, I definitely liked this one. It was a little. It was definitely a lot darker tone. Yeah. The first one, the first one definitely felt like um, it basically felt like a couple episodes of the Superman, um, the Adventure of Superman. It felt uh, like you were watching a cartoon, episode. the original one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this one felt like a much uh, a much bigger production. There's stakes. Like, was pretty. He cool. could really mm -hmm. die. And not yeah. even that, like, it's, you knew you were into another completely different movie when he reaches out and he crushes the faces of the Atlanteans and he yeah. tears everyone's heart. Oh, <laughs> as soon as you, dude, as soon as I heard that, it's like, I'm, I'm watching this with Jen. I look at her, I'm like, this babe, this is something fucking fucked up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the fact that you saw him just go and crush their skulls, it's like, oh. Uh, that, was, right. that was something I like that they changed from the comic, because in the comic he's in the wilderness and he like he like sticks his hand out and there's like a little bird that lands on it and there's like this peaceful moment and then he just, <laughs> he just he crushes it in his hand and he's like <laughs> and there's another one where he, he breaks the neck of a deer and punches its head off like it's like stupid what it's so stupid like he just he just starts killing wildlife so i feel like um one thing i kind of noticed here with the exception of the atlanteans at first it feels like he slowly begins like ramping up the uh the difficulty of the enemies that he's facing that yeah, facing yeah. Right there. and i was kind of thinking like i, th I kind of wish it had started with like yeah something simple like a bird or a fish <laughs> and then slowly works his way up to like humans and things like that yeah uh, but yeah he wasted no time just freaking obliterating those atlanteans yeah, it's pretty good. Let's talk about the cast. Uh, let's throw out some names that we're. I hearing. got I got some mixed mixed bag feelings. Like Rain Wilson as uh, as Lex Luthor. It, it it didn't sound right. He sounded too nasally. Yeah, I'm, I'm like it just I'm it sounded one. like it sounded like Dwight Schrute on a power trip. That's exactly what it was. Like I, you gave him some I, power, and now he's. Going I to almost feel like Dwight Schrute appreciates that. Deliberate. <laughs> Yeah, like it was uh, deliberate. Well, because he figured this is how Lex Luthor would sound. Well, no, it's like they're like, well, how do we? What do we do for Lex Luthor? We can't just keep having Clancy Brown come in and kill it, even though they totally could. 
Yeah, because, um, like, when I, especially, like, Kevin Conroy, when I think of, like, Lex Luthor, that's what I think of as the voice. Like, absolutely. Like, his voice is Lex Luthor. Yeah. He kills it. Um, I was, it took me a minute to realize Rosario Dawson was Wonder Woman, who was badass in this yeah, movie. Dude. Yes. She, yeah. She went basically almost uh, toe-to-toe, basically toe-to-toe with uh, Doomsday. That was pretty awesome. Big fan Re- there. Uh, Rebecca Romaine is, like, um, as, like, Lois Lane. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, like Rebecca Romaine as as Lois Lane. Oh, nice. Mystique. Yep, the, the OG Mystique. Like, um, like I didn't did think I didn't like recognize her voice at first until I looked up. I'm like, oh shit, it's her. So this yeah, they were Rosario Dawson that does a good job as uh, as Wonder Woman. Like, it it sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Couple couple other things you might not know. Uh, Anakin Skywalker as Aquaman. Really? really? Yeah, it's Matt Lanter. That's Clone Wars. No shit. That's Clone Wars Anakin. Matt Lanter. Yeah, Matt I mean, Lanter. that makes sense. That dude is in, like, the... He's in the roster of someone that voices friggin' everything. He's yeah. Up, he's up there. Uh, and, of course, Nathan Fillion. Come on. Nathan, oh, Nathan God. Fillion. Just he, let him talk. Yeah. Uh, but, but as far as Superman himself goes, who is Quinn Mallory from Sliders, which Jerry I love. O'Connell. Sliders, my God. <laughs> dude, he's... He is aged really well. I don't know man. him from like, anything else. He was his Stand By Me. He was the fat kid from Stand By Me. Uh, Hollywood he was also Homicide. Hollywood Homicide. He was, he was in Tomcats. What else was he in? Um, he was at the end of Can't Hardly Wait, or like yes. towards the end of Can't Hardly Wait. He was like the guy, like Trip McNally. Trip, Trip McNally. Except with McNally. all the girls. Yep. But he's aged really fucking well, man. Yeah, he's uh, doing some good. Job. I thought he did a fine job as Superman. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. He had the right amount of like care in his voice. He he di- I don't think he differentiated between Clark and Superman enough though. Which is mm. a little disappointing. I I felt like this version of Clark was I don't know. He he just he didn't really seem to carry himself in too different a way than Superman does. Like he he was placid, but then so was Superman. It wasn't yeah. there wasn't the the dichotomy where, you know, they do a scene where he reveals who he is to Lois and it's like he's like no really look at me though and I'm like (laughs) like they're the the same guy did anyone else kind of like giggle a bit when he did that like he just took the glasses off and just did something with his hair and just oh yeah that was hysterical (laughs) and she was like oh my god it is you I was like what come on the whole thing is supposed to be like his body language is supposed to be different like he he looks and feels like a different person he's not just Clark without glasses. You know? Like Christopher Reeve's Superman and Clark Kent. Like Christopher Reeve, when he's Clark Kent, he's like hunched over, unsure of himself. Oh, oh hey, Miss Lane. Exactly. Um, See, if that, and if that's 1978 Superman is, if that's your first exposure to Superman, you've nailed it. Yeah. You know, but, but here I didn't really feel the balance was good. I do like that it was one of the rare times we got to see the balance because I feel like that's something we haven't seen in Superman stuff in years. Yeah, You're seeing a lot of Clark Kent. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a a lot of Clark, there. a lot of Clark struggling with his secret identity, which most people are just kind of like, "Oh, I've seen Kill Bill. He wakes up, he's Superman. Clark is the mask." And it's like, no, you've, <laughs> you've got it backwards, David Carradine. You were wrong David all Carradine. along. That's true. Um, let's talk about the kind of portrayal of some of the other Justice League members, or actually, let's, before we even get to there, how do we feel about the plot overall? Um, about what we saw there. Any thoughts about the, what we what we saw with the actual story? Straightforward to the point. Like, it's Doomsday. Like, I mean, I never read the comics. I read it, like, briefly, like, when I was a little kid, like, here and there. But I like that Doomsday was just mindless killing machine. No 
big thing about him or a secret plot, at least in this anyway. Like, he just... He was an instrument of war, and I fucking love that. Cool. Well, let's talk about the Justice League all together. I love the Flash picking up Hawkman's mace after he gets bent. Yes! <laughs> that, like, I love it. I I didn't like how they got uh, slapped around one by one. A lot of the charm in the original comic is it takes the entire Justice League, including Superman, to fend him off for a while. Yeah. Right. Um. So just them sort of taking turns and getting slapped around. Like you didn't get to see any cool like team up moves. You had a little yeah. bit when Cyborg is half destroyed and he like shoots Batman a line. Like that maybe could have led to something, but it was a little. It was too little, too late. You know. You could do stuff like having Green Lantern make a track for Flash to run on, so he could like get him in the air, or maybe like make a tornado or something. Like there, there's oh, a lot yeah, of yeah, yeah, or yeah, like everybody point. shoots an energy blast at Doomsday all at once and it does nothing, like something like that. But you just had them all sort of get bumped off one by one, and as, as soon as they were lining them up like unconscious in the alleyway, I'm like, this is dumb. <laughs> this could. Yeah, have if you learn anything from the Marvel movies, the best things about, about them are the tag team combos. Yeah, that people really, really love. You know, hyper combo like, finish. Exactly, hyper combo <laughs> finish. I mean, I mean, just, just look at even like the first Avengers movie where you have like Iron Man like fly into Captain America. He shoots his his beams out of his hands and Captain America's shield, and he moves his shield so he hits more of the yeah. the the Chitauri. Then you have like Thor. And Hulk upon like a huge like Chitauri thing, and then you have the other one like they're they're all you know like all like doing crazy stuff. Yeah, we remember that one shot because Joss Whedon's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think one of my favorite scenes was actually when they were just um at like the Justice League headquarters, sitting around the table discussing what they're gonna do, and then um Green Lantern's talking oh, yeah. about how he's getting married, and Superman was like, "Wait a minute, you're allowed to share your secret identity." With your significant other. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was so good. And then he got a lot of shit for not doing that already. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. I liked how the Flash was making fun of Batman. And Batman just, like, stared him down and just made Flash like, cover his face. Like, he's, he's still looking at me? He's still looking at me? Like, <laughs> yeah. just, he, just squinted, he just squinted the man out of the Flash. It's like, all right, well, we're going to need the Wayne Foundation to cover some of our expenses. It's like, yes, and my Wonder Woman <laughs> merchandise will cover whatever the Wayne Foundation can't. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> like... You're, like, I have more money than anyone ever. <laughs> that was great. Uh, how yeah. do you feel about Lois Lane's portrayal on this? I actually thought it was a pretty good job. Thought, personally, I thought it was a pretty good job. I love the rock throwing scene. <laughs> yes, that was a good scene. It, it's like, it's so cheesy and, and comic booky, but it's it's just like, it doesn't matter the odds. Like, she is the world's greatest reporter, and she's standing by her man. And I'm and I'm here for it. It's a lot more memorable because in the first um, Superman Doomsday cartoon or movie they did, I can't even tell you what Lois Lane looked like. I just remember her; she was there. She was just part of like to move the emotion on, and that's about it. Yeah, I remember it in there in, in in a lot of that, but I don't think she was. I think she was a lot more annoying <laughs> in those ones. Yeah, I thought she was. Uh, she yes. was appropriately invested in everything in this one. Absolutely. I, I I love her attitude, like, just from the beginning, you get a, a nice portrayal of how she's going to be when she grabs Clark by the collar and fucking throws him in the closet <laughs> to smooch him at work. That's great. Um, here's a question. Uh, how often do we see both of the Kents in, uh, like, still alive in Superman? Like, I know, obviously, hmm. we see his mom a lot, but, uh, like, I know in, like, the DC movies, um, his dad is, is dies, and I think in a couple other portrayals that may have happened, but... I thought it was interesting that we saw both of them still alive. 
How often do we see that? I didn't notice that. Um, and in the original cartoon, he was still alive. Yeah, in the in the DC animated universe, both Ma and Pa are alive. Um, Jonathan only he died a couple of years ago in the comics from a heart attack. Uh, he almost died of a heart attack in the original Death of Superman story. Um, and he there was like a cool little thing where, like, he sees Clark like. And he sees the light, and Clark as Superman is there, and he tells him like to go back because his mom needs him. And I'm like, oh, that's that's cute. Jesus, that. God damn it, Casey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, New Fifty Two. They're both dead. Before, oh god, oh, Jesus. Before, before Clark becomes Superman, which, and speaking of New Fifty Two, that's what all the outfits are based on in this movie. Oh, all right. Which which is weird because this movie's made in 2018. You have costumes that are from. 2011 that nope that they don't wear anymore in the comic books and it's based on a storyline from 1993 right so it's all like frankenstein together <laughs> what they picked and it's like i just think the the visual choice for all the characters is very odd you think so um, I, I, didn't, I didn't find it odd i liked i like well the updated I, well look. well when you That's when you think updated. about it now that that dc is they're, they have all their characters in, like, classic outfits. Yeah. Like, all their all their costumes are, like, streamlined, like, the Silver Age normal ones. Like, this one, Superman doesn't have the trunks. There's nothing to break up all that blue. It's darker. Like, it's not very bright. His chest symbol isn't as bright. You can... For me, it really hit me how different it looks when you see Steel walk in. And he has the classic Superman t-shirt under his lab coat. <laughs> yeah. And it's so much brighter. Um, I don't know. There's just a couple of things. I think Wonder Woman missing all that gold, like, it's whole thing. But I kind of, uh, actually, I, I really liked Wonder Woman's outfit in, in this one. I thought she was Yeah, I, th- I think it's badass. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was more... The hair was good. I love the hair. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of, actually, we talked about Lex Luthor's voice by Rain Wilson. How do you think about his story arc in this? Mm. Ah! I feel like he was just there. Yeah, I thought it was unnecessary, and it was like, well, this movie would have been like, 20 minutes shorter. It, all right, if you, if you took <laughs> it, him it, out, it, it did gets in his goofy robot suit. Yeah. Gets his ass His yeah. robot suit, he's just like, this city's under protection of me, Lex Luthor. And then at the end, it it's looks just, like Arnim And then at the end of the, the award ceremony, they're like, and Lex helped. <laughs> Let's not forget yeah. the Lex yeah. thing. I was like, is that why? Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. I'll miss our conversations on the rooftop where when he's berating you constantly. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, what the? F- Although I gotta say, like that—that that is a very Lex Luthor thing to do when he says that. Like, you know, I miss—I will miss our conversations and blah blah blah. It's like he—I guess he would do that. Yeah, cool. I can see that. All right, let's get to the main event, which is basically the last forty-five minutes of this movie, which is <laughs> the big ass fight. And I want Dave to Dude. to bring it home with this one. Yeah. Oh my God. So. It was a really good mix of what a uh, fight should be between two super powered like demons and monsters, pretty much, or just just like just gods. Um, it wasn't too long, it wasn't too short, and you got to really illustrate like what power level these fuckers are fighting at. They're literally throwing cars. At it's each other. over nine thousand. <laughs> They're literally throwing cars at each other like it's nothing. Every single impact they make is a fucking like earthquake. Or a sound wave, or shatters like half a city block, or a whole city block, mind you. Um, and the sa- like the, the 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 impact the sounds made when they were punching each other, each other just sounded painful. It sounded like thunder cracking. It sounded like a freaking boulder rolling down a hill. Every single punch sounded Bones like it crunching. fucking hurt and connected. Yeah, it was just 
just brutal to watch. Like, I don't think I blinked at all during that last fucking, like, like battle these fucking monsters had. Um, and it's fucking, like, scary, because, like, the entire time Superman's winded, bleeding, like, he's trying to help other people, because even though he's trying to defeat this oh, monster, he's still... Oh, and when he saves still... that kid with his Game Boy? <laughs> yes. That's some... That, that... You won't see... Like, that's, this isn't your Zack Snyder Superman. <laughs> yeah. And it's, like, it's cool, because, like, he's, he's hurt, he's bleeding, and freaking Doomsday is not even, like, sweating. Like, there's nothing wrong with Doomsday. There's physically nothing coming out of his body. No selling harder he's still than ready Hulk to go. Hogan. It's like it's it, it was incredible. It's like I I I even I, I mean it's it's one of those things where you knew how it was gonna end, but you didn't want it to end. Like you knew Superman was gonna bite it at the end of this. You knew he was gonna die in some way, shape, or form. You knew he was gonna defeat Doomsday, but it would cost him everything. But you didn't want to see it just because of the fight Superman was putting into like this whole entire freaking thing. You're rooting for Superman the entire way. But if you're fans of this, you know he's not gonna make it at all. Um a much better battle, a much better fight than like the Man of Steel fight between all the Kryptonians. I thought was much more entertaining, um, and yeah, better and obviously better than like Dawn of Justice when he's fighting Doomsday and the freaking thing. Like, and like parts that got me, like when Doomsday shot out like his like freaking like optic blast, I jumped off the couch. I'm like, get the fuck yeah, out of here! Anyone could do that. To bring that back. <laughs> yeah, I I I jumped off the couch. I'm like, I didn't know he could do that. Who said he could fucking do that? Z- and just <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, but my God, it was such a good fight, such a good battle. Like it's, it was done in a way that only anime can deliver a fight like that. And we've seen it in like Dragon Ball Z. We've seen it like in like in fucking Bleach. Every single anime that's had a good fight has done it in a way where like they like emulated and copied it and did it in a fantastic method. I really digged, uh, Doug, digged, Doug, oh, dig, Doug. Anyways, I really, uh, liked, uh, Superman's fly, like fight flying animations where he would shoot up and mm-hmm. then you'd see like the puff cloud, like after it. Um, yes. like a cannon, like a cannon. Yeah. I was a fan of where we saw that. We saw that a lot in the, uh, in the fight scenes, really showing the speed on there. Uh, what about the post credit scene that we have on here? Something happened after uh- the credits. Reign of the Superman, based on the story after Superman dies, four Superman imitators rise up, each one perhaps claiming to be the real thing. The clone, Superboy, or the Metropolis Kid. The hero inspired, Steel, or Shaquille (laughs) (laughs) O'Neal. The last son of Krypton, or the Eradicator. Eradicator. And last but not least, the cyborg Superman. So, our buddy Booster Greg explained these to, explained them all to me years oh, ago. Oh, it's so good. Um, but I've completely forgotten. So, give us a short list of. Obviously, we know Superboy is a clone. Superboy is um, a clone that's half Kal El and half Lex Luthor. So he's kind of like if they were gay and they had a butt baby together. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. He's the clone butt baby of Superman and his greatest nemesis. Uh, John Henry Irons is a construction worker slash scientist. Again, really odd that he would just transition so easily into a career like that. He's a man of many talents. He's a man of many talents. He gets saved by Superman and he's inspired to be like him. And in Superman's absence, he creates Iron Man-style power armor uh, and becomes the hero Steel and has an ill-fated movie in the 90s. 
the Eradicator is an old enemy of Superman called the Krypton Man, who is he's like an energy being that starts stealing more power from Superman's corpse and gets like a body. Uh, he's basically like a true '90s version of Superman that like kills people with energy blasts from his hands. Um, he's very cool. I he's very intense. Like, hard-boiled. And Cyborg Superman is actually the astronaut who got fucking shit-blasted at the beginning of the movie. Oh, that was so depressing. No shit. Yeah. Superman uh, will save me. Immediately does. Um, is that who that is? That's who that is. That's Hank Henshaw, uh, who is getting his revenge on Superman for not saving and that's his, the Eradicator? his family. No, that's Cyborg Superman. No, that's, that's a Cyborg. Superman. Who pretends to be the real Superman recovering from a grievous injury, being beaten to death. Uh, and he goes so far as Walk to get off. like, yeah, he walks it off with robot parts. <laughs> um, the whole thing was too sad. He's just like, oh, Superman will save me. I knew you would come. And then like, fucking dead. I was like, what? Yeah. Um, but he ends up getting like the president's seal of approval and he, he's like, oh, I'm, everybody believes I'm Superman now. And then he destroys an entire <laughs> city. And, and this is what I was going to bring up to, to Dave beforehand. Um, this sets off the chain of events of DC Comics in the 90s where everything kind of goes bad for all their major heroes. So, yeah. Superman's dead, right? He's been killed. That sucks. So, Cyborg Superman ends up killing the Eradicator, and since the Eradicator is made out of energy, he blows up an entire city when he dies. Which happens Jesus to Christ. be Green Lantern's home city. Oh, Which my drives God. Green Lantern insane and turns into a bad guy. A uh, bad guy? Yeah, he becomes Parallax, and he st- tries to rewind time and fix everything, but it just fucks everything up more. Um, like Barry Allen. Stop playing the timelines, yeah. Barry. Yeah, it's not Barry's fault this time. Not at all. Uh, meanwhile, Batman gets crippled by Bane and gets replaced with an asshole right. named John Paul Valley or Azrael in a big, spiky, evil-looking Batman suit. Uh, and then Wonder Woman loses a fight to Artemis and gets beat so bad, she loses the title of Wonder Woman and is instead put in a jean jacket and bike shorts as her costume. You can look wow. it up. Look up 90s Wonder Woman. Yeah, I was going to say, great. that might be the most 90s costume I've ever heard of. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> so, bad. They all get a raw deal in the, right after Superman bites it. So in the movie that in, in the movie Death Superman, we saw that the that the Eradicator was like the AI that was in Superman's ship. Is that what happens um, in the comic? It's like like a Kryptonian birthing matrix. It's it's a similar thing. Kryptonian birthing matrix. Yeah. the The way Cyborg yeah, Superman actually gets created is he uses the ship to copy Superman's genome, so he can biologically pose as Superman. Yeah. Ah. Um. But it's kind. Of, it's like an interesting. It's a mix. Of, they sort of combined a bunch of things to make it real easy because, you know, it, the comic book version, it's like they're playing on 20 years of history. Um, yeah. Like the whole thing with Cyborg Superman, 10 yeah. years before the death of Superman, there was an arc where it's like Superman meets the Fantastic Four, but the Fantastic Four all die horribly from radiation. <laughs> um, what? Yeah. And then, you know, like instead, like here they all get exploded by a meteor, but in the comics, they get saved by Superman, but he can't save them from dying from this mysterious radiation poisoning. So, so Hank Henshaw still holds a grudge against him because Superman still can't save him. Even though in the comics wow. he was there and he tried, you know? 
Yeah. So it's a little different, but there's like there's so much more continuity and details. They're just like, oh, how do we make him want revenge? It's like, oh, we'll just have him killed by a meteor. Like it's a hundred percent easier. So the yeah, the important message that we're seeing here is that we got another a second part of this. Is we got another movie whole coming out. Other movie that's possibly coming. a third, even. We will time will tell. Time that's will tell. Great. Will the real Superman return with a mullet? Yes, this this 100%. podcast sincerely Undone. hopes he does with a jean jacket and bike shorts. Oh yes, <laughs> hopefully. Oh baby, cool. Uh, so now let's talk about the only thing that looked uh, more beautiful than that Venom trailer, which is the uh, Netflix Ugh. Godzilla series or movie. All right, Dave, you want to hit this or you want me to do it? Do you ever want to see your childhood get taken for a ride and <laughs> shot in the forest? Um, that's exactly what this is. Now I I. I there's a lot that we didn't get that we should have gotten. There's a lot that we got in this that no one wanted um, at all. So we got teased with Mechagodzilla twice. Not once, twice. We got teased with it in the first movie, but that was one thing. It gave us a tease like it's going to come back. Then we hear about Mechagodzilla again in this movie, but they turned Mechagodzilla into a fucking of city. Nanites. So he. Oh, wait, wait, no, 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 wait. Let me use the scientific term nanometal. Oh, um. So they gave us nanometal, um, for whatever fucking reason. We got to meet a new life form of humans that evolved possibly from bugs, maybe, on the fucking planet, because why uh, the fuck not? Is that not? like the Super Mario Bros. movie, where they evolved from dinosaurs? <laughs> yes, but in this case, they're bugs. Um, they're telepathic, and you can tell they use the same model for all of them, because they all There's look exactly the same. There's a whole scene where Godzilla um, plays a harmonica in an elevator. It's perfect. <laughs> it's an elevator? And they dance Wonder. back and forth. Um, it's just, God, it's so bad. They're trying to give us some weird philosophy where, like, these, what, this one alien culture of, like, these weird-looking, like, Klingons, but they're not, because they're missing, like, the headpiece, or, like, the, the head skull. Um, try to get people to, to merge with Mechagodzilla to fight Godzilla, because they have to give their soul into it for some and, fucking and reason. And it's not it just... a giant, cool dragon monster robot. It's a city. We say Mechagodzilla, yes, and they're just merging into this <laughs> robotic city, and it's very stupid. Yep. So before we get into too far into this one, um, can we give a quick for those that that haven't uh, seen the kind of first part of this? Because this is the second. This is the second Godzilla that we're seeing on Netflix, correct? Right. Give a quick yep. two minute rundown of what happened in the first season. So, like Wally, uh, humanity was overrun by their own destruction of the world. Of which Godzilla was a part of it. They come back after being in stasis for like 10 or 20,000 years, only to find that the world has sort of regrown, but also so has Godzilla. Um, and they try and fight it to take their world back, and it goes about as well as you would expect. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, so now that we know season one, season two, uh, this, this, or rather part one, talk to me about this, the kind of general plot summary that we have of the second one. After Godzilla completely shit-blasted most of the remnants of humanity... There we go. Uh, our main protagonist, who is your cliché hot-blooded anime protagonist, continues to try and make yep. a plan, however futile it may be, to try and bring down Godzilla. Um, now it kind of takes more of an Ahab, Moby Dick kind of thing, but not nearly as interesting or... Or, or well you know, done at all. As, as good a metaphorical allegory or what have you as Herman Melville wrote back in the day. Um, 
it's just not very good. They just they find the new tribe of humanity. They do nothing but whine about the gods and the titans, and they come and up an egg. There, there's an egg in this oh, for some reason. I think bitch yeah, about. it's probably Mothra, but again, who cares? <laughs> yeah. um, my enthusiasm is completely killed by this point. And there's giant, there's giant robots that look like fucking awesome looking Gundams. I guess you could say they put robots in this, yeah. but but I, I, no, it, it's like on. an anime that knew what it was and tried to stuff every single type of anime cliche into they this. They took everything wrong, like that people don't like about Godzilla movies, like the military and humans. <laughs> And and put it in here and made it the focus. But at the end, we get a little whisper of King Ghidra, or Ghidorah, who is, I guess, Godzilla's best arch nemesis. It's the giant three-headed yep. electric lightning gravity dragon, um, which is dope, I guess. But my like, I couldn't care. We're going to cover the third yeah. one. Again, here, I'm sure. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. But it's so bad. So let's hope that they took all the stuff that we didn't like about Godzilla, tucked it away in this Netflix series. That way we're left with nothing but the good stuff for the movie, the King of Monsters movie that oh, should yeah. be coming out, which we talked about oh, last time at length. Um, looks great. Looks amazing. Godzilla, thumbs down. Thumbs way thumbs down. Way thumbs down. Way, way fucking down. The F down. Avo- like, avoid this like the plague. Watch the original movies if you've got any love for the King of the Monsters. Yeah, especially That's the Matthew it. Broderick one. That's better than this. No Hank Azaria is the problem with this. Hank Azaria is the biggest problem that we have on here. So we are just about at that time. Casey, did you get a little something in your back pocket? Uh, I do. And why don't we queue up? A little secret question music. Secret question. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a choice on on this one, depending <laughs> depending on how you felt about these movies. Um, if you had to do a movie, either with Superman or with Godzilla, where the fight between them, well. Them and an adversary is the main focus. What villain do you pick? And how do you make it cool for Generation Z? So take your pick. If you want to fix Godzilla, fix Godzilla. If you want to fix Superman, fix Superman. Uh, What if I do both at once? Oh, give it it to me, Daddy. I got Brainiac controlling Mecha Godzilla. I love it. All right, I'm in. The crossover of the century. (laughs) yeah, I'm in for it, because uh, Godzilla wearing one of those weird hats, the three little dots, I'm into <laughs> it. That's what I'm saying. Combine the two of them. Not even a problem. Okay. Fuck it. Let's do it. Su- no, I'm changing the question. Superman, Damn Godzilla, it. crossover movie. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I, already got, I already got mine. <laughs> We're backpedaling. It was too good of an answer. I had to change the question. This is some Douglas Adams <laughs> 42 stuff going on right now. We know All the right, answer. Uh, What's the question? Uh, Micro Godzilla versus Doomsday. Okay. So we're talking about Godzilla, all the powers of Godzilla in one bite-sized, easy-to-swallow format. But man-sized. Okay. Which I guess is actually basically just Doomsday. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. That's what I got you. All right. Sergio, hit me with something. Uh, You know that that stuff that turned uh, Superman into Doomsday? Like, how did that happen again? Oh, God. It's been done in a couple of different ways, but whether it's a virus or... 
if it's Grant Morrison, it's the imagination of a collective universe, which is just blue. <laughs> the imagination <laughs> of a collective universe. Don't get me started. Like we're not doing. We're like not that? doing this. We're not. Or I'm something. not going in. I don't have time. But but but, but so yeah, like like that. So so let's say it's like the virus or whatever, and that turns King Ghidorah into a Doomsday Ghidorah. Okay. Yeah. So it's a team. So it's a team up. <laughs> yeah. so King okay. Doomsday. King Doomsday. King Doomsday. King Doomsday. <laughs> All right, Dave. What do you got for me? Well, I got my original answer, which I want to go with was, um, and it would involve Superman. Cause he would show up in it somewhere. I really want to see a Nightfall animated movie where Batman goes toe to toe with Bane, and Bane breaks him at the end. Now, with, with going with like with Godzilla, Godzilla breaks Batman over his knee. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, like Godzilla shows up in Gotham, and then he's like, "I'm Godzilla!" Rah! And like basically, Superman and like freaking like Batman and all of them, they're like, "You know what? We can't defeat him. We have to make our own Justice League mech." So they get the Power Rangers to show up and make them Zords, and they use the Zords to go into, and they use the Zords to fight Godzilla. Oh, when, just when you thought Infinity War was the crossover event of the year. <laughs> You've got this. Um, as for me, man, that I don't know if I can beat Brainiac as Mechagodzilla. That's that's some pretty dope stuff. That's like above and beyond Ready Player One status. You're welcome. <laughs> um, Godzilla breaks Bane's back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what I would do? I'd do a play off that mini Godzilla idea. Everybody knows one of the more famous Superman comics is the one where he boxes Muhammad Ali. Oh yeah! What if he went toe to toe with Godzilla in the box for game? charity? For charity! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! The King of the Monsters versus the Man of Steel. Who will come out after ten rounds? Lex Luthor develops a shrink ray. No, damn that! Let's say like Killer Croc gets hit with some type of fucking radiation. He becomes Godzilla. Oh, listen. You know, it's 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 almost Warner the same Brothers thing. Toho. Yeah. You know where to find us. Get on it. Until next time, <laughs> ladies and germs. This has been. Episode 154 of the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast. We thank all of you for joining us, whether it's live on twitch.tv slash Funky every Thursday night at about 10 p.m. or Woo! in anywhere where podcasts are sold and or listened to for free. You can find us now on Spotify, <laughs> which was not easy, and we're very proud of it. You can also find us on iTunes and SoundCloud and... Other places and iHeartRadio, and other places. Google Play. Did we say Google Play? And Google Play. Yeah, we're yeah we're in sufficient places. So listen sufficient. to us. If you can't find us, that's a you problem with the internet. Yeah, because <laughs> you know the name. So get on it and join us next week. What will we be talking about? Even we don't know. So come on, man. <laughs> we're, we're a show. Are you, are you